This is a HeadGum Podcast. Dynamic banter. Mike and Steve are going to do bits and have some fun. Dynamic banter. Honking horns and ringing bells and making good. Dynamic banter. Don't forget the history rose. Everybody, welcome to the show that you listen to in your car, or maybe in your bed, or maybe on the toilet. <laughs> you know, when you're in the, the on the toilet for an hour at a time, and you're like, I just wish two friends were also here with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's dynamic banter, baby. Dude. When I had my kidney stone, I wished I had a friend with me. <laughs> On the toilet? Yeah, yeah. To hold my hand. <laughs> Did you find that the passing of it, <clears throat> rest in peace, God was bless. not the, the hard part? Correct. In yeah. fact, I they don't, don't even, tell you that. No, no. I don't. I, I well, because it's so di- everybody's so different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many different types of people out there. So Go many over tu- how everyone's different. Well, let's talk about <laughs> dick tubes really quick. And I don't. I'm sorry if I don't know the the, the science term. The vas deferens. Vas deferens. The, the urethra. The you know everyone's urethra. Let me. Urethra's let me castle. Everyone's urethra is either this big or this big. Yeah. Everyone's and so. um so i I feel like you know you know everybody's gonna be different but like i never felt it come out at all yeah i felt usually it breaks up up the town (laughs) yeah yeah that's what fucking sucks that that was the most um as a little kid hearing about uh kidney stones for the first time i'm like oh it's like a gem like you get in zelda but it comes yes yes and that's not what it is it's like an asteroid that gets uh made smaller yeah just travels around in all the tubes that are meant to only really have like liquid in them like imagine a two different kinds let's imagine a two (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah <laughs> cool thing dude, about that to make two type you know what in fact let me do a little let's have a little science moment here let me find some calm music for us to kind of like just play while we while we talk about this and also so the, we don't have to talk about kidney stones for a long time no I didn't no mean to do all. that so imagine a tube please or a wire imagine a wire and imagine inside of that wire is nothing it's literally a hollow cylindrical tube or wire please hold all your questions until the end how much I know that you're all y'all really want to know the answer. I'm out. Can we get him? Can we at least turn the mic off until? 
Can you know what? I, I wish I could. We tried during tech rehearsal. I'm a Sit the fuck down! Thank you, Mike. Imagine a tube and it's a, a cinder, cylinder, it's a cinderler, a cinderler. It's a singular. It's one tube. Imagine one tube. <laughs> and inside of it is nothing. It's a blank wall in there. And it's also not, it's like a tube. It is a tube. And then there's nothing <laughs> in it. So imagine shooting piss through that tube. <laughs> Now imagine I'm shooting like, piss. Now imagine blasting piss through that tube. <laughs> hot piss. Imagine hot <laughs> Dude, piss. being on a road trip and be like, we gotta pull over, I gotta blast some hot piss out of my tube. <laughs> you know, you ever notice how warm piss is, Mike? Yes, I have. Yeah, it's about body temperature. It's it's hard to like, it's because, you know, the only way we really know how hot our piss is, is <laughs> Is if we touch it somehow while it's going through the tube. Yeah. Sometimes in the shower. Sometimes in the shower, I'll I'll piss out. I'll shoot out piss in the shower. I thought there was another statement immediately <laughs> coming after that. Dude, what if in the winter you shot cold piss? Like how you have to wait for your faucet to be warm? <clears throat> I'd be scared of that. I'd be because I'll tell you. Um, Cause you know, you've seen, have you seen people shoot piss out in the snow and it yeah. gets iced oh, yeah. out? Yeah. It gets all iced, iced out. out. I've never seen it ice out. I've seen well, it heat up. Well, like not as it, not as it ices out, but not as it comes out, but like some of it, as it like lands instantly becomes ice. I've never seen that. Oh, hell yeah, dude. I'm going to send you some videos. Oh, I can't wait. Let me send you these that. piss videos. <laughs> Hey, you mind if I send you some piss videos on the internet? You know what? A real, a true friend is someone you could share piss videos with. That's true. Remember that. And if you're Remember looking that. for a, a tattoo to get with your buddy. That <laughs> piss pals. <laughs> Mike and I are piss pals. Mike and I are peepees. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. uh, but, um, I'd be worried about cold piss because then I feel like in, what would happen in the cold? If you shot out cold piss, man, I forgot what we were talking about, but I do think that there are videos on the internet or there's a episode of Beekman's world that they talk about. <laughs> Dude, I love that Beekman's world was definitely just gross. Bill Nye, the science guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's just yeah. Scummy, scummy Bill Nye. Scummy Bill Nye. Hey everybody, it's me Beekman. Today we're going to learn about piss. <laughs> <laughs> I stole Miss Frizzle's van and now I can teach you kids about piss. And then the girl that's too young to hang out with a giant rat and a weird like gross scientist, a yeah. back alley scientist. Yeah, yeah. Comes in and she's like, "What do I learn about today? How come they all talk like they were from New Jersey? Is that is that what what they all sounded like?" Uh, yeah, I remember, I remember like there's three distinct <laughs> accents, I guess. There's like yeah. the one you don't, I'm only speaking from personal experience. There's the one that you don't really recognize. And that I guess is a Midwestern type thing <laughs> right. or whatever you're, you're used to. Yeah. And then there was always like, if somebody was tough 
growing up. They yes. definitely have like a New York accent. I'm from Staten Island. Yeah. I'm from Queen. I'm from the Bronx. I'm walking it. Yeah. Like, Everyone, no matter no matter what they were or their gender or their race, it was <laughs> you had to be from New York if you were tough. <laughs> and then if you were like a very evil but very smart person, you had an English accent. Yes. And then these are just stereotypes. You had a southern accent. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Dude. <laughs> right no i they mean i weren't portrayed real nice and it and i guess it's because like you know because the california accent is very much like whoa bro dude Hang i never 10, knew that bro. was like california specific yeah. until <clears throat> years later yeah because there's just so much coastal beach like sunny times and on the East Coast, there was less sunny times, I feel like. And so yeah. the sunniness brought out the uh, sun-stained blonde bros. Yes. And that's how <laughs> But, um, yeah, it's so funny how bullies were like, Hey, bro, whoa, you gonna go around to my house? I'm gonna knock the teeth out of your face. <laughs> <laughs> you don't come over to my house. I'm coming over to your house. You invited me. Yeah, but the, 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 listen, anytime you invite me over to your house, I'm coming <laughs> to your house. So I invited you, but you didn't answer back for a couple hours. So I'm over here thinking, if I have to go to your house, you go to my house. Dude, <laughs> I would do whatever it took to keep that guy happy. If <laughs> he yeah. was addressing me. <laughs> yeah. What do you want to do? Do you need a ride somewhere? What do you, what want? Do you need, go. man? I Whatever it is, I fucked up. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I just need you to know. <laughs> right. But like, um, dude, Beekman, I, I loved Beekman's world, man. I loved it. And I think... <sighs> I think it was before Bill Nye. I think Bill Nye came out after, or or maybe it was like, the same time. But I think it was probably one of those things. Like one of them did really well, and they were like, yeah. "We need another." One. Well, dude, Mister Wizard, do you remember Mister Wizard? Oh, fuck yeah, most boring show on television, but it taught you so much. <laughs> I was like, "What's he gonna do with that balloon?" <laughs> yeah, always rub it on someone's hair. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Whoa. How did he get that egg inside of that jar if, yeah. the, if the jar wasn't big enough? Dude, you're making a very interesting point right now. And I wonder if this is across the board, but this is my experience. Okay. I remember the characters and the zaniness of Beekman's world. I remember things I learned on Mr. Wizard, and I remember <coughs> things I learned on Bill Nye. But I can't remember a goddamn useful piece of information <laughs> And Bigman was always like, and that's why electricity tastes like cabbage. And then he'd go, the fuck. Big house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he'd fart. Let's eat this sandwich out of the trash. <laughs> yeah. And that's why you don't put your mouth on an electrical socket. Dude, and the girl would be like, wow, I almost put my hand in that. And then the yeah, rap, don't want to like, do that. Jeez, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm trying to get my dick wet. And be I, hate, I hate that he always would come in and say stuff like that because yeah. I would watch with my parents and <laughs> yeah. And I, I, dude, I, I'm, I'm, I need to find some Beekman's episodes because, like, 
you're right though like i don't want to i don't want to dismiss that you're right like like um mr wizard like really only showed you like really boring basic science stuff but that was because like you know back then it was the 80s it was hard to make science cool there wasn't really like science was so new especially to kids (laughs) and like because they were like well how do we get kids interested in science well let's get Oh, uh, and an entirely too old man yeah. to teach kids. How to... It was exactly like, how do we teach kids science? Mm-hmm. Oh, we we tell them to go to school, and right. they, in school right. they have a classroom and a teacher. But kids <laughs> aren't always at school, but they do all have televisions. They love televisions, so maybe right, if right. we put their classroom on a television, yeah. they would love that. Right. That was the, the evolution of, of like entertainment. It was, yeah. it was definitely like, let's put their teacher on TV and not change a thing about them. Yeah. <laughs> like let's not turn their personality up to 10 or anything. Right. Let's keep them as a boring science teacher. But I think, <clears throat> I really think Mr. Rogers was responsible for that. Cause I think like, cause back then, you could be like a 70 year old man and go to a TV station and go like, I've got an idea. And they'd be like, <laughs> okay, let's do it. And and I think that like a lot of these shows like Mr. Rogers and, and uh, Mr. Wizard and probably Bill Nye were like science nerds, guys that loved science going like, well, if Mr. Rogers can like teach kids about like, being kind and and all the nice things why can't i teach kids about science in the same way sort of right and i think that's where that whole thing kind of came from including bill nye and beekman and all that shit but i think to your point uh mr wizard was so long ago so i so for me there's not much i'm gonna retain from that show anyway you know Uh Uh but but i swear he did things like the potato clock and like yes. you know like anything volcano related <laughs> yeah volcano <laughs> there's a layer called magma oh cool and magma's right <laughs> under the crust of the earth <laughs> yeah and the thing is is like i loved it as a kid because <laughs> i mean i think they really got me with the tv thing because you know we, we stared at tv screens since we were little bbs and uh um so they really got us there and so if it was on i was gonna watch it pretty much if my mom flipped it to that channel and it was there um but it's like the science stuff was cool enough to keep me interested like the 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 visuals of like these contraptions and the volcanoes and shit like that kept me entertained but the, but like a fanaticism of like a fan, like becoming a fan of something really lies in kind of like how you handle interpersonal kind of relationships with your audience and, and uh-huh. like whether connecting you are right, whether you're connecting with them in some way. And I think that's why Beekman and then Bill Nye became like these things that kids even talk about to this day still. Right. Like Bill Nye is like, you know he's a god in the entertainment world to a lot of like little like kids you know mm-hmm. and and young people today um <clears throat> people are like don't fucking fuck with my bill nye baby mm-hmm. um but that's because he had the personality and he like really 
talked to that generation. And I think that's where, why we don't remember Mr. Wizard really. Cause he was just literally one of our teachers. Yeah. That, uh-huh. And it's like, do you remember any of your science classes? <laughs> like, do you remember? Sometimes, really? sometimes there was one day in high school where we got to fuck with the Bunsen burners and those days always stuck out when we got to do fire. And there was one day where we were, the teacher was showing us how different chemicals burn different colors. And oh, that yeah, was yeah. a day that blew my mind more than anything else. I don't remember why. I don't remember well, it's cool. what chemicals they were. Yeah, it's cool. That's why <laughs> some of them are blue and some are green. This one's cooler than this one. <laughs> Dude, I remember seeing that in movies and TV shows, the kids in the science class, and then they, they do the Bunsen burners. But for some reason, I never did that. Like oh, I went- yeah, and I never got a chance, and I wonder if it was because they were like, "We don't trust this motherfucker around yeah. fire." Were you in the bad class? I was. Did you have to cut class. open a frog? No, I. Oh, we cut up. We we cut open. Not a frog, but something else. In my Maybe. school, they made us kill one a of squid. Our cats. It was a squid. You guys got to do a squid. That's nice. Yeah. Did you ever do squids? No, they told us to go home and get one of our pets to choose our least favorite <laughs> pet. Choose, get your oldest pet. They said, we're going to examine your oldest pet. We're going to put them in a jar with a piece of cotton and then yeah. they'll go to sleep. I didn't like it. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> I ta- I learned something valuable that day to that yeah. authority school, can make do cool me do <laughs> anything they want. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we, I remember squid, dude, this is a memory you've unlocked in me that I have not thought about in quite some time, but I remember, thank you. You're a good boy. We're a couple of piss pals. pals. (laughs) Um, I remember cutting open the squid and then there was like a, there was like a, man, I, how to describe it. It was like, like a like what seemed like like a clear hard plastic like strip like a strip uh, like maybe about this long like a like an inch or so like a tendon yeah maybe like a tendon but you know they don't the squids don't really have like bones Uh or anything like that yeah so it was something like that it was hard it was like a hard clear plastic seeming thing and I then on the you were gonna be like picture a tube picture a tube <laughs> god damn it <laughs> um, but it, it had like a i guess it was the thing that would either produce its ink because you know squids can s- spray out ink yeah. their cartridge <laughs> it was the, yeah dude it was literally like a pen cartridge yeah. inside of a squid and it had like ink on the end of it and so they they had us like dissect it and then take that and then like write our names on paper with it. Barbarians. Yeah. And barbarians. I remember being like, whoa, this is so cool. Not thinking like we ripped this thing apart and now <laughs> using its organ to write our names. And now show what you've written to the squid's family show so they know you. not to fuck off. And now here's the deal, kids. The squid might be dead. But if you held its organs up to its eyes, there's a chance it will see it before it's fully gone. <laughs> okay, kids. Now, right. Remember who did this on a piece of construction paper. <laughs> Show it to the squid.
write down should have stayed in bed on the piece of paper <laughs> and then show it to the squid. <laughs> wow, man. Yeah, it's what pretty barbaric. Things. But dude, I remember people opening up pigs and frogs and shit. I wonder if we did squids because we were so close to like uh, ocean, the ocean <laughs> that because I don't remember really frogs being like around in my hometown yeah. or anything. But like your that. school had a bad squid problem. So we had a huge kind of... squid problem. <laughs> they get stuck in the pipes and shit. Yeah, and you can't um, have that. Dude, but I just loved Beekman so much. <laughs> dude. You go to the water fountain and a squid is always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just in there drinking. Get out of here, squid! <laughs> Dude, it's like Watchmen, man. The squids that came from the sky. Remember, Mike? That uh, that show is crazy. That's a crazy show. I love it so much, man. It's the last show that I remember watching all the way through and feeling so fulfilled That's and entertained. Why don't you write something? Cause I'm a fucking piece of shit. I'm broken. Oh. <laughs> I'm bro <laughs> uh, well, let's exam. Let's let's delve in. <laughs> let's get into that. Let's fix you, dude. I'm a broken boy. <laughs> my parents didn't. Fixed. My parents didn't whip me into shape enough to like get off my ass. I guess I don't know. Not, I can't blame anybody but myself. But yeah, I know, man. I really want to. I keep thinking about like what happens in ten years. You know, like. What, what, where am I in 10 years? Where are you in 10 years? Where's the dynamic banter show in 10 years? Mm. It, it's possible Gone. it could still go. <laughs> <laughs> Start saying your goodbyes, everybody. <laughs> No, no one knows, dude. I told nobody you. knows, but I think yeah. about those things, and I think about like what should what what's the next thing? Like, Mike, you and I have come up with some really cool ideas together on the show, uh -huh. and dude, the the time travel show we came up with is like passport? I think that's yeah, passport. I think that's really cool, and if we wrote that. If we at least wrote the pilot, maybe that could do something. Maybe that could mm -hmm. go to like a YouTube Red or some shit. Does that <laughs> exist still? No, but something like that. Um, I don't know. Maybe it does. Let's call up YouTube really quick. Hey, YouTube, it's me. The g it's it's Mike. I was like the eighth person in the door. Listen, I was just wondering if YouTube Red was. Falzone. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the rock once. <laughs> Calzone. No, Falzone. No, Calzone. No. I'm Cal saying it wrong. Cal I, that's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. I just, uh, we got some cool ideas that I think that if we, if we found the time and you know if we really wanted to do it we could totally do it especially yeah. with that like that remember the mummy movie idea we had <laughs> that was like the kid finds a mummy and then he goes he goes surfing and eats hot dogs and shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i think, we, think can, we can get 15 million dollars dude we don't even need to you know uh andy mogren who does uh -huh. all those green screen movies and he's like a genius uh -huh. we could just do it like that and literally get a green screen and we could make the whole movie like that yeah, but I want to get paid. If we make a movie, I want to get paid. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the uh, here's how that works. I think we would do we would do like maybe a proof of concept trailer and a scene mm-hmm. for what it would look like, all Andy Mogren style, like crazy fucking <laughs> bonkers visual effects, and yes. us doing like weird flips and the the mummy surfing and shit. Like we we have like a nice little sizzle that'll show you like kind of what it would be. And then wet bandages. Yeah, that's right. And then we would show, dude, the shark's got to like chomp onto the bandage and he starts unraveling while he's (laughs) surfing. That's how the movie ends five minutes after it's. And then, and then he, and then his bandages are gone and he's just this like disgusting mummy, like skeleton on the surface. They get all freaked out, and but then he, he has goes, boxers with hearts on them. Well, he covers his junk, I think. Yeah, and then he pulls uh. up the boxers, <laughs> or maybe he, he pulls the bandage pile up to like, <laughs> yeah. and they look like boxers with hearts on them. Yeah. But um, but we could totally do that, and then we could like put that on the internet and then see if people are like holy shit this needs to be a movie and then the next thing you know jaja abrams is calling us and going like uh, excuse me boys i think we got the next star wars on our hands <laughs> it's called movie town <laughs> no it's I called make show, it's called show me the mummy <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> hey JJ, we're in like a bad pool. We're in like a not even a nice pool. We're like have sunglasses on. Yeah, yeah. Vid- VidCon sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey JJ. <laughs> show me the mummy. <laughs> Dude, and then show it. me the mummy promotional stuff that they send to like a uh, reviewer or like uh, journalists. Yeah. are their sunglasses that are like mummy wrapping it, it it's like but it's plat it's molded plastic you know but it like yeah. looks like mummy wrap but it's just sunglasses and then on here it says show me the mummy <laughs> <laughs> and, dude i like that is there a way that um is there a world that exists where we make just the trailer and the trailer goes viral and then yeah. we we buy a house off of the royalties we get yes. from the t-shirts we make of the movie yeah yeah i mean dude like i want that i know that kevin smith is um like a director that that started an entire indie film movement with clerks quiet mark <laughs> his quiet mark character but um you know, he had a podcast where he and his co-host, Scott Mosier, I think his name is the guy that like produces all of his or produced all of his movies, Why? his early stuff. They came up with this bonkers <laughs> movie idea um, <laughs> about a guy who like... I think it was just like this. It was jokes. They were just like, what if we were a movie about a guy who gets captured by a it's like a horror movie and the guy gets captured by a maniac who is who wants to turn someone into a walrus 
<laughs> like surgically or with magic? Yeah, surgically. Okay. Like, 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 become. He wants a human walrus. Like that Earthworm Jim movie. Yes, and and they were like, "What if we made this movie and we called it Tusk?" <laughs> and it and it was about a guy that like gets captured and his friends need to save him before he becomes a walrus. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. And they joked about it, and then he made that movie, dude. And that movie exists. The whole movie? Yes, it's called Tusk, and it has justin long it stars justin long uh-huh and it's bonkers it's a horror movie but it's like a comedy kind of horror movie and it's um it's it's bonkers dude we need to watch it we have to okay. watch it like it, okay. it's just it's but it totally was born of them just joking about a movie idea and even at the end of the credits it says based on an idea from a podcast or something oh, nice. <laughs> we've had those we could do that yeah. So I think we could certainly organically transition into some kind of like production, like a movie or a show or something in the next yeah. 10 years or five years if we wanted to. Yeah. Um, but, you know, but it's interesting to think about the possibilities. There's a lot of open doorways and I'm very, I'm blessed and thankful for it. Dude, you know, what's interesting as a, uh, when you have our exact career path, like mm -hmm. internet stuff, there i do want to make different things but it's very hard to let go of older things that you make because you're like well are people yep. not going to like the new things because uh and a lot of people aren't going to like the new things because they're not what they're used to you being on right, right. but um mm. the people who stay with you no matter what you make are the that's a that's a true Fan. oh yeah dude for sure and i think as long as our dna um, not to is, use one of those big words <laughs> is in the project i think that inherently the people who love our stuff will like it at least yeah. you know? some of them for sure <clears throat> i think yeah. some of them would like it a lot yes <laughs> um mike what do you say we jump into some ads i think that's super smart How's that sound? Does that sound like a nice time? Man, while you're teeing those up, I'll just go ahead and say on behalf of us both that we're so incredibly grateful to have ads on this show. Uh, the crew at HeadGum are hooking us up real nice. And uh, man, we oh, appreciate yeah. it so much. Yes. And uh, <clears throat> Steve, I can't wait to hear what we have for everyone today. Dude, major shout out to HeadGum and our, and our team of people there that work very hard to uh get the right kind of advertisements onto podcasts and they've certainly we've worked with them for for quite a while and they're wonderful people and to mirror mike thank you to our sponsors and thank you to headgum all right guys let's talk about stamps <laughs> stamps.com <laughs> that was good i like that let's face it guys taking trips to the post office is probably not how you want to spend your time not how I want to my time. That's why I recommend mailing and shipping online at stamps.com. In fact, Mike and I both recommend it because stamps.com allows you to mail and ship anytime, anywhere, right from your computer. You can send letters, ship packages, and pay a lot less with discounted rates from USPS, UPS, and more. And stamps.com has saved businesses thousands of dollars and tons of money 
With Stamps.com, you get the services of the post office and UPS all in one place, plus big discounts on mailing and shipping rates. Guys, my parents, my mom uses Stamps.com. That's nice. That's beautiful, actually, that story. We could turn that story into a movie. And she sends me little gift packages um, with, like, snacks and stuff in them. And it's always through stamps.com. And um, it's incredible. And you get discounts, guys, up to 40% off post office rates and up to 62% off UPS shipping rates. You don't get those discounts at the post office, guys. It's it, So stamps.com is a no-brainer. Saves you time and money. It's no wonder nearly one million small businesses already use stamps.com, guys. So why don't you stop wasting time going to the post office and go to stamps.com instead? There's no risk, and with our promo code BANTER, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage and the digital scale. It's fun, man. I put all sorts of things on that digital scale. I'm not going to lie to you. And there's no long-term commitments or contracts. You just go to stamps.com. You click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and you type in banter. That's stamps.com promo code banter. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. This is the best ad song I've ever I, heard you use ever. Oh, thank you. I, I, it really caught my eye because it's just chill. It's very it's like, chill. We're just chilling. I feel like I'm midnight bowling right now. <laughs> I feel like I'm driving down Hollywood Boulevard at night with the windows down and the weather's nice and like all the lights are out and people are out partying and Dude. laughing. Oh. So soon. So soon. So soon. Get Guys. Speaking of wonderful things, Liquid IV is probably... Oh, there you go. Mike's chugging some Liquid IV right now. <laughs> Dude, I just got done with my my lime package, like a lemon-lime package of, of Liquid IV. And so I was like, ooh, what do I try next? I haven't tried the watermelon one ever, and uh -huh. I tried it, and I love it. That's I'm not like, I don't think about watermelon-flavored drinks very often. And I was like skeptical, but it's just so good. And it, and I love, I just love drinking liquid IV guys. Cause it just hydrates the hell out of you yeah. and it tastes good. And there's nothing better than really staying hydrated. If you feel like drained uh -huh. and like draggy through the day, 90% of the time it's sleep. But then the other percentage <laughs> definitely hydration <laughs> yeah dude not only that but we're in times where we need to be healthy as possible all the time one of the things that it's been found as a common thread that helps people reduce the fact uh, the effects of getting sick especially with the COVID 19 stuff is a uh, lack of vitamin d and yep. uh liquid iv now makes a tangerine flavor that hydrates you and also um provides you with like a, a really kick-ass dose of uh, vitamin D. And that vitamin D is really helpful right now, man. Yeah, it's for your immune system. Combating the immune system and protecting your body. Um, the thing with liquid IV is, is that 
one stick of it in 16 ounces of water gets you two to three times the amount of hydration as plain water. And they got flavors like watermelon, as I said, lemon, lime, and passion fruit. And they recently launched strawberry. Imagine a freshly picked taste of ripe, juicy strawberries topped with a with decadent notes of whipped cream. In a drink that's not loaded with sugar, not loaded with all this like stuff that you have no idea what it is, like when you're looking at the labels of delicious drinks in your supermarket, it's healthier than sugary sports drinks because there's no artificial flavors or preservatives and less sugar than an apple. And it's made with clean ingredients, non-GMO, vegan, and free of gluten, dairy, and soy. And I'll tell you what makes liquid IV so effective is that cellular transport technology, Mike. We talk about CC CTTs all the time. This is CTT. We talk about CTTs while we're playing video games together and we preach about it because we really <laughs> believe in the magic of cellular transport technology. And liquid IV is, I'll tell you, the optimal ratio of glucose, sodium, and potassium delivers water and nutrients to, into the bloodstream. It's the perfect balance to help you hydrate more quickly and effectively than water alone. So Dude. guys, quit thinking about it. Mike, I was just going to say, do you remember that episode of Beekman's World where they talked about the CTT? <laughs> yeah. Why do I got to piss so bad? Is it because of these CTTs? <laughs> I'm going to go dig through the trash and cry. Oh, mouse. That poor I'm your mouse. <laughs> My whole family's dead. <laughs> I got I got nobody in my life. <laughs> Beacon's like Jesus. <laughs> okay, this poor guy. Come and live with me, I guess. <laughs> that rat is Beekman's Drew. <laughs> um, guys, I'll tell you. Stop thinking about liquid IV and start trying it. You can go, oh, actually, you can get other flavors also in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use that code BANTER at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use the promo code BANTER at liquidiv.com. Get better hydration today at liquidiv.com, promo code BANTER. Thank you very much to you, Thank Liquid you. IV. They sent me so much. Dude, Bloomscape! Oh my god! Bloomscape, dude. We got a Bloomscape here. What is Bloomscape? <laughs> well, I'll tell you. <laughs> it's, it's a Bloomscape. Uh, after being stuck indoors, I think we're all ready to say <laughs> good riddance. But as excited as we all are to get outside, well, we haven't really been looking forward to getting the plane in the shape. So if you have a green thumb <laughs> at all, <laughs> that's great. But some of us need a hand. That's why we love Bloomscape. We just got into this thing and we're really loving it. They make it easy to find the perfect plants <laughs> for your space and keep them growing all year long. I think I'm becoming a plant daddy, Mike. Yeah, man. It makes the whole apartment better. Oh. 
plants just bring you they bring you joy it's a rewarding hobby because they're pretty mm -hmm. and it gives you something to like do also they work with the you they work with human beings oh, to clean oh, yeah. the air yes you know and they're they, making and your, purifying your space yeah and your soul and they brighten they listen there's there's all sorts of positive benefits to having plants on top of the fact that aesthetically they're great and i'll tell you what the ladies love walking into a room with plants and especially when they're nice and they're on like nice they're presented nice Ooh, i'll tell you it's ladies like spanish flies ladies love plants i love plants so here's the deal guys let's talk about bloomscape bloomscape delivers healthy plants right to your door plus all the grow how you need to help them thrive they basically give you the easiest to follow instructions and by the way being sent a plant in the mail i felt like i was opening up an indiana jones crate with like mm. the holy grail in it because it was which packed so get? i got a monstera deliciosa which Ooh, is the it's the one you see where it's like the leaves have kind of like holes in them and they're like tropical looking okay. you see that tropical print it's it's one of those and um man i love it so much and it doesn't need direct sunlight so you can keep it kind of anywhere and you just kind of dude and i've been getting so into it i got my spray mister and i nice. spray down the leaves because it the card that it came with said it um usually thrives in moist environments so if you just spritz it every once in a while it kind of just simulates that um but I'm taking care of this beautiful plant and I love it so dang much. And here's what Bloomscape does. They help you find the perfect plants for your space, whether you got tons of light or hardly any, as I was saying. And thousands of people have already upgraded their spaces with beautiful indoor plants from Bloomscape. And now Bloomscape is taking it outside with their new outdoor bloom kits. If you're into growing stuff in your little garden spaces i know that some people don't really have the room for it but there's a lot of fun ways to have uh little gardens on your apartment balconies and stuff like that and i really like that uh bloomscape is into that shit. mike what'd you get what's your plan i got a baby palm nice so it's a little palm tree i was looking for something because zoya brought in like four or five plants we have those in our dining room area and it makes that whole thing looks so cool we have an, an air purifier that burns oils nice and it like goes up oh, and like man. through the plants it's real nice oh that's nice and, uh, and it smells like plants oh. and for the corner uh it was just a blank corner there was just like a table there we got a baby palm and now we have this uh Ooh, baby this thing. <laughs> and it's My uh goodness. it's really beautiful i'll tell you guys something about this man it's it's nice to have a nice plant Ooh, and, and if I could talk very quickly about the outdoor, the because Bloomscape's doing this outdoor thing, because mm. they really have a lot of indoor stuff. And like Mike was saying, th there's different sizes to kind of accommodate your space and things like that. Um, and the outdoor bloom kits from Bloomscape is the easiest, most convenient way to get growing. You can shop a variety of young plants, accessories, tools, and supplies, everything you need to get your patio or porch springtime ready and bloomscape's patented shipping technology makes them one of the few who can deliver happy healthy plants of all sizes across the u.s and the bloom kits are completely customizable you can mix and match sizes and colors and since no two plants are alike bloomscape makes it easier to filter plants by how much light 
or attention they'll need. Come on, guys. So don't be a dork or a dummy. Get 15% off plant orders of $100 with promo code BANTER at bloomscape.com. That's 15% off plant orders of $100 or more at bloomscape.com. Promo code BANTER. Love it. I loved me some Bloomscape, dude. dude it really is a very, if you're in your 20s and you're maybe out in your first spot mm -hmm. uh, or you're in college, mm -hmm. nothing is more grown up than getting a plant. Right. And it makes, it just makes for a nicer space. Right. Absolutely. I, and again, dude, I'm feeling like a plant daddy because Alana had plants <coughs> or has plants out on the balcony and I've been taking care of them while she's been in fucking Hawaii. <laughs> but it's rewarding because <laughs> I like how it started with had plants and now I'm just picturing you pushing them off. Yeah, fuck them. these plants. You know, I, I don't know what happened. You know, I, it's a, at some point between the Crazy. amount of time you've been in Hawaii, <laughs> I decided that there's uh, something must have happened to these plants. It's only no, happy um, when I push the plants off the deck. <laughs> I, I don't know. I maybe I was sleepwalking or something. All right. Last but certainly not least, let's talk about Babel really quickly here. Awesome. Mike, you've yeah. been using Babel, but before we get into that, I really want to tell you guys what it is. So Babel is the number one selling language learning app. And I'll tell you, one of our goals for the new year was to learn a new language. You know, sometimes you don't always get to it, but I know Mike's been working on it. I'd love mm -hmm. to work on it. You know, I'm gonna get to it. But Babel See. made the whole process addictively fun and easy with bite-sized lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. Mike, tell yes. us about your experience with Babel, will you? So I had some neighbors uh, from Columbia and their parents were here for a couple months and, uh, and they hung out and they were just the salt of the earth nicest possible people but they didn't really speak a lot of english so when we got this babble sponsorship i'm like i'm gonna learn spanish and then i'm gonna talk to them all the time well they left about a week ago but <laughs> there are plenty of other people who know spanish yes so i'm gonna uh keep learning and uh, babble's awesome dude i was very bad at learning spanish in particular in high school and then in college so i switched I. over to german and that was an even bigger mistake if you can imagine <laughs> that and i know how to ask how to find the train to the library and that about it <laughs> so i learned uh we got this babble thing i've been going through they give you like little exercises they put you on a little schedule they give you notifications like i like to do a lot of stuff in the morning so when i wake up a couple hours after i wake up i'll get a little ding on my phone saying hey you want to do a lesson or whatever i do the lesson it takes a couple minutes it mixes like <coughs> new stuff it's all the god bless you mix uh, or should i say good type Ah. it mixes uh, <laughs> uh stuff that you've learned to review with new stuff it's all like conversational useful stuff um and it's just like really interesting i i almost think that if they had that in school i would have been better and it almost feels like cheating but uh some of the stuff <laughs> is sticking i learned that hasta pronto is uh see you later in spanish and i oh. never they never teach you that no it was always like adios but what does hasta la vista mean Hasta la vista, I believe, means see you later, or I'll see yeah. you on the vista. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll grab coffee with you on the Vista at some point. I'm the Terminator. And guys, <laughs> I'll tell you, Babel's uh, teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. Do you feel that that's true, Mike? Has it been working for you? Yeah, you hear the way I just said hasta pronto? Oh, yeah, dude, that was nice. I didn't even know that that existed before. But I am, no. I want to be able to like understand people when they're talking shit and hold conversations <laughs> for at least a little while with nice people. Yeah, like when you go golfing with my dad at some point, you yes. can have a Spanish conversation with him. <laughs> yes. And then, and in front of me that doesn't know Spanish. <laughs> it'll be like, it'll be like, God damn it. <laughs> No, absolutely no, no. not. Oh, you're not saying. You're not saying. Um, so with Babel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. So why don't you start your new language learning journey today with Babel? Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. You just go to babbel.com and use the promo code banter. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com code banter for an extra three months free. Babbel, language for life. Babbel, have a conversation with Steve's dad. <laughs> uh, that's nice. Dude, can I, are we done with the ads? Yeah, that's it. Can I Thank piggyback you back off one of the things you said? Thank of you course. to our sponsors. Thank you to HeadGum as always. Um, love that they've been so good to us for such a long time. And we totally. have to say that out loud and appreciate them every, every now and then. Cause we're contractually obligated to. They wrote in our new contract. <laughs> we have to say it three times a month, how much we love it. Yeah. And we don't mind it cause we do. Um, love it. Steve, I'm on a mission. Okay. Okay. I've been playing golf a little bit. Okay. It's like my first reoccurring outdoor activity mm -hmm. and it saved my mind. I think, and I'm in the stage in my life where I play golf, I get excited about golf. And I have also found that through channeling my grandfather, my mom's dad, and his temperament, I, and this is a bold statement, I believe that I am the on a mission to be the best golfer on the face of the planet. Wow. Earth. What? This, this is a huge announcement. Yes. That's what it sounds like it's been every time I've been out there. Bare Naked Ladies has been there. Uh, <laughs> thousands of people. Wow. I keep going so on these little outages. Yeah. And I somehow am just very calm and relaxed. And I'm so fucking excited to be outside and to see the sun poking through the trees and the grass is a little wet for some reason. And the cloud, dude. So many good stories, so much happiness. We played four holes in the freezing cold rain, dripping, soaking wet. And then we waited it out and then it was perfect for the wow. next 14 holes or whatever it is. Wow. Right. And somehow I keep beating all my friends. And I think it's because <laughs> I'm on a mission to become the greatest golfer on the planet. Dude, this could be something that you've uh, that you're unlocking within yourself that you're just yeah. really good at. It could be. Is that what it feels like is happening? You've unlocked no. a new skill that you're good at, or you you were always good at it. 
I was not always good at, I'm like, uh, I'm still very new and learning how to like control my shots. Right. But I used to go to the driving range with my grandpa and he would take me to a par three every once in a while, which is like not 18 holes. It's nine holes, normally mm -hmm. in a smaller space. And the holes are, are shorter. It's like 80 yards or whatever. They right. call it a pitch and putt. You could do the whole thing with like a pitching wedge and a putter rather oh. than like a whole set of golf clubs, right? It's very nice. That sounds tasty. The town that I grew up in had a public one at the beach, at Short Beach in Stratford, nice. Connecticut. And it nice. was a beautiful place. And I just remember my grandfather, because I would always want to go up and like, we're Happy Gilmore generation. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. I always wanted to do that. And we did. And we had our pictures up at a couple driving ranges that we couldn't hang out at anymore. But when I went with my grandfather, he was always like, don't, he was a little short Greek guy, <laughs> most even temperament of anyone I've ever met in my life. And he was like, dude, all the clubs just hit it different distances. And all you have to do is like swing nice and swing easy and it'll, it'll go. You make good contact and, and it'll go. You just got to make sure your swing is good, right? Like yeah, work you on just, your swing. And yeah. then from there on out, it's like, you're hitting it you're hitting them yeah and dude being inside for months and months every time i'm outside i'm so fucking relaxed because i'm like smelling <laughs> trees and yeah. i'm looking at the sun yeah. and like the grass again having the how basic of a thing is i'm so excited how wet the grass is i know but to be able to like walk in the grass and there's little dew droplets on your uh, sneakers and shit. Gorgeous, gorgeous. And I'm so happy, dude, that I think I'm the best golfer on the face of the planet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love that you're appreciating it for all of its like, every aspect of it. You're outdoors, you're learning a skill, you're getting your body moving. You're, it's like, there's all these benefits to it. And, and then on top of that, you're having like a good time doing it. So it's like, yeah. dude, with all the time we've spent in our concrete fucking boxes, it's, it's just, it's just, it's only natural that being out in the open where there's oxygen and trees and fucking sunlight. Of course, dude, we, that's what, that's what we're humans, man. We love the air in the, in the sky. We need yeah. the air. Dude, we went to Shoal, I think it's called Shoal Canyon. And it's on top of a mountain, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, and we got all the way up there. It was noon yesterday, right okay. after it hailed. Mm -hmm. And then it just started raining for like mad long. And what? we're on this mountain and the wind is whipping. Mother we nature like, slapping you in the ass. Right. But, and and I feel like if we weren't inside all year and we were just kind of taking it for granted, like this is a thing we did outside today, whatever. We live in Los Angeles. We do outside shit every day. We would have been like, let's go home. It's raining. But we were straight up <laughs> like downpour. We were straight up like dripping and soaked. And we're like, we're going to stay out here as long as possible. I miss, I don't remember what it's like to be dripping, soaking wet. <laughs> Dude, that's like my last outdoor memory from before the pandemic because i was on pismo beach doing that jumanji press thing uh -huh. and it was pouring rain and we were riding around in those dune buggies yeah on the beach and i and we we're just getting beyond soaked 
and my my like I could feel it in every inch of my body. Like I was sitting in a puddle on in the dune buggy, and my socks, my shoes were filled with water, oh. and I was just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm <laughs> Dude, I'm, I, it's such a good feeling to not give a fuck about this natural thing that's happening. And because, yeah, dude, our reaction is to be like, oh, no, let's go inside. Ah, it's, gonna, it's water. Ah, I'm not ready for it. And I, my hair looks good and my clothes. Ah. But it's like, dude, there's nothing better than just standing out under the goddamn downpour yeah. of the rain. Well, also, it makes you sick. You, that's how you get sick. Well, it could. Yeah, it could. If That's like the number extreme. one causer of colds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Being cold in the rain. It's my favorite Prince nice, song. Man. Yeah, dude, cold that's right. Rain, so cold I, rain. So here's what I'm going to put into the universe so that we can manifest this for you, Mike. Uh-huh. I want to one day be walking through a grocery store or be shopping on some kind of Amazon space machine that had... <laughs> hologram amazon space machine <laughs> where you drop your blood in and it orders everything you want everything you want your blood wants <laughs> <laughs> listen to your blood um i want to see a box of wheaties with you on it doing golf moves but you'll see it you'll see it because Good. i don't think that wheaties is a company that would pass up putting the best golfer on the face of planet earth on their boxes God so you. you that's a promise that I will absolutely remember how I said in SourceFed that I was gonna meet the rock at some point. Yeah. That psychic lady. Yeah. That's how I choose to that's remember what, it. That's the strength that of 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 manifestation you're putting out yes. into the world. Yeah. All right. Well, God bless you, Mike. I and and God kiss you to this dream. Uh let's go into guys welcome to the history road portion of the show <laughs> ding dings at your little tiny symbols i love those i threw them down a tiny set of stairs i built for this moment <laughs> guys wyatt sends us a history road saying a good old blank is my favorite blank also a thank you says hello you two fine you two fine gentlemen or bb boys whichever you prefer <laughs> my name is wyatt and i live <laughs> i live in shin city las vegas i've been a huge steve, fan of you both <laughs> steve what if instead of that button on the on the what's it called the soundboard thing mm -hmm. you got like we were this podcast blew up to the point where we were like stupid rich mm -hmm. and you buy the exact synthesizer <laughs> Oh and, just, and play the chord. Yes. <laughs> Dude, I, that's something I would do for sure. I want yeah. those. I want all of those things. 
Um, <laughs> God damn it. That's a good dream. Let's make that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yours. It'll be on the Wheaties box and I'll have the keyboard, uh, the same brand of keyboard right. Paul used for. I want you playing that keyboard on a Wheaties box <laughs> <laughs> while I'm shopping for golf shit. Uh, anyway, Wit says that he's a huge fan um, for years now, and being the fan that I am, I try to support you both as much as I can, Thank even you. if that means spreading the gospel of blank is my favorite blank to all that I can. I worked at a restaurant on the Strip, and one of our things was a complimentary Hawaiian that went to every table. What? <laughs> is that a drink or a person? At this restaurant, I was a food runner, so my chef was always sending me out to tables and food and whatnot. What? I don't understand the complimentary Hawaiian restaurant lingo. Everyone gets a Hawaiian person to sit with them, someone from and Hawaii. compliment them. You know how restaurants work and stuff? Well, what, whenever it was just the bread, the bread, my chef would just say the table number, the bread. Some examples would be 107 the bread 111 the bread and whenever it's he like a shitty radio station right you're watching 107 the bread <laughs> and he whenever he did say it i'd reply back with 107 the bread is my favorite radio station <laughs> fuck yeah dude oh hell yeah go get him Listening to 107 The Bread with Johnny and the Mouse. And he would laugh out loud because I knew he hated it, but we both knew it was funny. I never did get a laugh out of him, but jokes on him because we've been out of work for a year. LOL. P.S. I just wrong. want. <laughs> P.S. I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart to you both. Like many, I've had some really dark times over the last couple of years, and you, Mike and Steve, have brought tons of joy and laughter into my life and still do thanks for being that beacon of light at the end of each week also ppps mike told me happy birthday at the beginning of the year that was cool thanks mike yeah man happy birthday every day i would never tell you happy birthday so. <laughs> he would say it but he wouldn't mean it <laughs> um let's do one more and then we could say goodbye lincoln sends a history road saying linkedin LinkedIn says your ads are good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Long time listener. Hi, Mike and Steve. And like third time caller, I know y'all get a lot of history roads, so I don't think anything of it, but hopefully this one can make it through. So anyway. fucking funny to have people <laughs> that just hate that they haven't been on. And this guy is <laughs> like, I guess I'll try again. I guess Number I'll three. try again. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to give some personal feedback of how much I've enjoyed Honey and Tushy Bidet. Oh, Me and my great. dad don't act exactly have a good relationship, but my parents... Oh, I'm sorry about that. 
but my parents are very wealthy and will sometimes give me extra money as a weird way to keep me around. Humble your parents want to buy a fucking movie or what? Yeah, seriously. We, do your parents want to fund uh, Show Me the Mummy? <laughs> <laughs> I've decided that to call it Dad's Guilt Money. The last time I was forced to see my parents a couple months ago, my dad gave me $100 at the end of our dinner together. Whoa, whoa. The only thing that I thought was, hmm, tushy. After discussion, what? After discussing with my roommate that I share a bathroom with, we decided to purchase a tushy bidet with promo code banter. Ooh, that's nice. <laughs> At checkout. Tushy is my favorite drag queen. And my ass has never been so clean. I was telling my boss about it. He too is a tushy bidet owner. And we both agreed that pooping at work sucks now. Why poop at work when you can poop at home and make sure that ass is mm -mm, so clean? If my dad ends up giving me more guilt money soon, I may surprise everyone with getting another tushy for the office bathroom after I use promo code banter. Nice. I also recently purchased some new glasses and honey, you saved me 20% at checkout just for being there. How much? How much honey? <laughs> How much money? In these financially unstable times, every discount surely helps. Good shit. Thank you, honey. You <laughs> thank you boys for the laughs and something to look forward to every week <laughs> i listen to the podcast when i open my coffee shop every friday morning Ooh, and it helps the rush feel not so bad maybe i'll try to send my history roads of the beatles or the lesbian karens in a secret relationship from my old job again no spoilers okay Thank you for reading. If this email reached y'all, wishing only the best for my BB boys. Thanks, Lincoln. Thank you very much. Dude, thank you for a thousand different reasons. Thank you for spending your dad's guilt money on uh, <laughs> a, health, a healthy thing for your butt that will benefit us and the show. 100. And uh, that's very nice of you. Thank you for telling us that you used the sponsors and that they helped your life. That you don't even understand how much that helps us. Oh yeah, big time. And legitimizes this dumb thing we do every week that yeah. makes brings me so much joy because I get to have an intimate time with my good friend, Mike Falzone, who's very funny and lovely and making him laugh and laughing from jokes that he tells are some of my favorite things to do same but with your name instead of mine um i want to say thank you to everybody to mirror mike again for what he just said and also um thank you to people who watch our videos on the youtube channel youtube.com dynamic banter ryan uh Faroki has been killing it over there and making some fun clips and things and we really appreciate your guys's viewership over on the YouTube channel where you can see our dumb faces. Thank you, Ryan. Um, so anything else, Mike? No, that's pretty much it. I had, uh, I was going to do a Mike in the morning on Tuesday. Oh, nice. Uh, but it is late because I didn't think that it was good enough yet, but I'm slowly starting okay. to, uh, uh, have small realizations about what I want that show to be. And, 
I'm looking forward to. I, I'm not sure exactly what day the next one's going to come out on, but it's going to be soon. And I think you're going to like it. It's going to be fun. Um, I'm very excited about that, Mike. I love your shows oh. and your funny boy. Thank you. Thank you so much. Speaking of shows, outdoor ones are coming back. Oh, fuck. Uh, little yeah. by little as the weather gets warmer. And I should probably say that um, March 20th is the first day of Final Space Season 3, <gasps> which is a TV show on Adult Swim that I am in. I have a tiny part, and uh, it's the goddamn greatest. And it's such a good show, man. And you know me. I don't watch it. And it's such a good <laughs> tasting show. <laughs> you know that I don't watch a ton of stuff like that, but um, there's so many amazing people that that work on it. And Olin is such a an amazing storyteller that uh, good boy. It really is. And uh, if you have uh, what is it, HBO Max, you can catch up on seasons one and two. That's and, awesome, dude! Uh, I'm so excited. Yeah. We got to watch it in VR together. I would love yeah, to do man. that. That would be a special. That would be fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, Mike, I'm very proud of you, my friend, and uh, keep hustling, my boy, as I will as well. We're yes. doing the best we can while we um, await the vaccines that will allow us to be in the same room safely again together. And I can't wait for that day to come. Um, it's very soon. I can taste it in my bones. So yeah, I could um, shoot it through my tube. <laughs> I could blast, blast it right through my, my hollow tube. So close. So blast it through our tube. <laughs> I can taste it coming through my tube. Um, so guys, next week I want to ask Mike some questions. So I'll I'll give him some time to think about this. But I found this never have I ever game that oh, was shit. given to me from a movie promotion. And I wanted to ask you if now you can think about this and next week we'll talk about these never have I ever fallen asleep on the toilet never have i ever shaved someone else's pubic hair and never have i ever tasted my own cum and so next week we're gonna talk about that. so now is this you. a paid promotion <laughs> so guys thank that, you that's for... gonna affect my answer no it's not at all okay. it was a, a movie from like 10 years ago <laughs> Uh, and I found them and I thought it would be fun to ask you some of these, but we'll find out later next week on Dynamic Banter. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye-bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.